0: Next on BYUSN, traversing the BYU Sports Twitter-verse over the last 24 hours. Does it mean good news?
1: Elder! And where has BYU football benefited the most? Which side of the ball? From the transfer portal.
0: Welcome to BYU Sports Nation. Presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is Wednesday, May 3rd. I am Spencer Linton. He is social media investigator Jerem Jordan.
1: We've got a lot to look at when it comes to what's going on the socials. More on that coming up. Uh, on today's show, how do we interpret Keaton Slovis' tweet last night? <laughs> Elder! It's like, what does that mean? We have some ideas. We'll tell you. Which side of the football has benefited most from the portal? Bronson Fusi helps break it all down. And why Flex Seal and oversized portions of barbecue are in the whip. But first, a bit of news. BYU Sports Nation breaking
0: news. Just in, BYU wide receiver Cody Epps has announced that he will return to BYU. Yeah. Entered into the transfer portal. Nice. Now he's back. The sophomore receiver just making that announcement literally moments ago on social media. He shocked us on Sunday night saying that he was exploring other options. We felt like he was gone. Yep. Yep. I was told he was basically gone. Now he's back. Here is the message from Cody. And I quote, Cougar Nation, I want you to know that BYU is the place that I love and where I want to be. This is all caps, by the way. It was a tough decision in the first place to enter the portal because I love BYU. Even though some great opportunities were presented to me in the portal, I did not use the portal as a way to leverage or test waters because I have too much respect for the generational connection I built here and Coach Kalani's belief in me. He continues, If anything, I have come to understand through all this that there was no point in trying to find a new home when what I needed and wanted was already here where I am. Mm. Cougar Nation, my teammates and coaches are who I love and who I want to play for. Plus, I have too many teammates' weddings that I couldn't miss this (laughs) summer. I'm here to stay. Now let's go show the Big 12 what them scoogs be about.
1: Okay. I I love it. Uh, I'm I'm stoked. Let's break that down more in trending uh, coming up after today's headlines. Wow.
0: Well, uh, the the headline is Cody F's, but... As far in, other, as in other news, BYU baseball they lose to UC San Diego three to nothing. The backcats fall to 18 and 24 on the season after being held scoreless for the first time all season. That's a good offense. Up next, West Coast Conference play continues. Massive series impacting the Cougars' WCC postseason chances. BYU will face San Diego in California. First pitch at nine Eastern. Game one of three.
1: Women's soccer is in Austria. Beat FK Austria. Fraunen 3-1 with goals from Ali Fryer and Brecken Mozingo in an own goal. The Cougars are playing as we speak in Salzburg against FC Bergheim Dammen And uh, the Cougars uh, had already scored a couple of goals. We'll uh, give you the update a bit later. BYU men's track and field
0: slash cross country signs... Tyler Sainsbury, the distance runner, comes to BYU from Rocky Mountain High School in Meridian, Idaho. Sainsbury has won several major individual titles as a prep runner, including the mile at the Nike Jesuit Twilight Relays.
1: Check that, soccer playing at the top of the hour after the show. Oh, all right, More to tomorrow. Uh, Michael Rucker pitched uh, two-thirds of an inning for the Cubs last night, getting two ground outs and a loss to the Nationals in Bryce Harper's debut. And congratulations
0: to BYU Women's Rugby. Who have won the club national championship in a very unique fashion they beat stanford to win the west then after virginia beat florida the cavaliers opted not to travel and play in the national title game due to budgetary concerns so the cougars will take the trophy. It's being sent to them. Congrats to first-year head coach Jared Whippy and all of those outstanding women.
1: Yeah, kind of a weird situation there. BYU didn't know that was essentially for the national championship. Uh, Certainly wished uh, Virginia was going to travel or Florida, who lost, maybe would sub in. They apparently didn't travel either. So BYU wins the national championship. There you go. BYU's in the second level of women's rugby. They're hoping to go to that top level next
0: year. Okay. This should help, right?
1: Yeah, we we hope. You're
0: always ready for it. Yeah. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending.
1: Touchdown, Cody Epps. Wide open as Cody Epps makes the catch. 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. He's going in. Touchdown.
0: He never left. He never left. But he started a social media storm yes, that his quarterback, Keaton was added to. What's Trending, presented by Tim Daly Ford, part of the Tim Daly Auto Group, serving Utah since 1968. Well, and what
1: we had planned is blown up. We just react to Cody Epson yes. because that's the bigness.
0: Derham, it's an EPSIC return.
1: Nice anchor boy. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. Yeah, apologize to absolutely no one. (laughs) To absolutely no one. (laughs) Cody F's is back. Hey, this is great news. This is great news. Um, Certainly did not expect this a couple of days ago. Uh, Sunday night and Monday, did not expect it. There was a social media storm. I, I will be interested whenever we get to talk to him about sort of how he was influenced by that. Like what went into the decision to not actually leave? He entered the portal. You can always stay. Um, ew, 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 ew. Lauren Gustin is that you like we just had this uh with Lauren Gustin as well um and uh it's it's great Cody Epps is a really good receiver this one hurt when he entered yeah. the port I was like oh Cody had a really nice start to like when he finally was involved in the offense he was a big piece 39 catches 459 yards six touchdowns as I highlighted the last couple of days and during the season. The dude went off against Notre Dame and Arkansas. I would argue those were two of the top three toughest opponents on the schedule with Oregon where, okay, you got to show up in this game. And he was fantastic. He went for 100-plus in those games. He scored three touchdowns total. He was juking guys against Notre Dame right here. Okay, Uh, His touchdown, the goal line as as well was amazing. The arrow route. His upside is so good. Like, he could be... Um, a draft pick from BYU in the next year or two like he has massive potential I still don't know how BYU got him out of high school uh, playing with Bryce Young on this amazing matter day team like so awesome that he is coming back because now BYU can continue to add around the big three at receiver yes certainly got a commitment yesterday as soon as that's official we can mention uh, you know his name Um, But BYU added yesterday. I hope they add a couple more. Aaron Roderick said they have several scholarships available uh, after spring ball. So we'll see how many they use there. But this is fantastic news. So obviously, Keaton Slovis' tweet last night of Elder (laughs) is because he is probably told by Cody he's coming back. back He's coming back. And he's excited. That's a nickname that he has for Cody. Neither Keaton nor Cody are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but they understand the culture and the verbiage. and Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they get along.
0: This is a playoff of Cody's tweet on March 2nd, which said he was called to serve in the Provo-Utah-Lavelle Edwards Stadium mission beginning on September 2nd.
1: Many are called, but few are chosen, Spence. Holy cow. He's one of the chosen ones that was here. What a
0: wild 24 hours. BYU Twitter in general was out of control yesterday. Keaton Slovis was the initial lightning strike in the dry field of hay that lit the fire. But then BYU basketball coaches are tweeting out all types of, like, cougar growls. And it just was – it was crazy. But when that elder tweet surfaced, my initial reaction was, I think he's calling out for Cody. Like, where are you? And
1: it happened to
0: be, we think now,
1: hey, you're back. He's coming back. That was was a hint. I I got really excited as soon as I saw that tweet. In fact, um, I I was at a cool event with the Manuia Foundation who helps – basically Polynesian kids with admissions and financial aids uh, aid to college. And one of the like, grandparents there was like, hey, did you see Keaton Slavs' tweet? And like, wanted to talk about it. I was like, I did, I did. He's like, what do you think it means? I'm like, maybe Cody Epp's coming back, uh, which would be really exciting. It's like he never left. Um, but he certainly had massive opportunity um, to go yeah. to SEC yes. schools, yes. To you, you'd think like USC, Tennessee, LSU, or uh, you know, Ole Miss, and, and so on and so forth with some of the big names coming after him. This is a big gap for BYU to keep him. Remember, the commitment between a school and a player really is year to year at this point because you can transfer without penalty and not sit out and play in NIO and dot, dot, dot. The fact that BYU could keep Cody is significant. So riddle me this. I know you know more info than I do on, on this from yesterday. What From what you've learned, was money a factor? Did BYU re-up and pay him a ton to keep him? Okay,
0: well, first of all... The that's, Royal Blue Collective, that's, that's, specifically. That's a loaded question for sure. And I like that he pointed out in his message, I did not use the portal as a way to leverage in any
1: way. He could have, and it would have been understandable.
0: Okay. So, it is my understanding that Cody Epps is coming back to BYU having not leveraged anything and gotten more money Zero out of the Royal Collective. He was already given, what we were told, a nice
1: deal. Yes. I a was, nice NIL deal. So, I was told a couple of days ago that to keep him this year, there was some re-upping. Yes. Okay, and then they felt like they were good. But that was not leveraged to keep him no, in this situation. No, he is not Cut. getting
0: additional because of his decision to go into the portal and saying, okay, well, now I need a little bit more. That yeah. was never part of it. And people say, well, Lauren Gustin did that. Why didn't Cody Epps do that? Two, two totally different situations. Lauren has her degree, Jerem.
1: She's, yes. She's a
0: grad transfer.
1: Also, let's let's be honest. The, the sort of uh – Unfortunately, this is the case, but it's straight up. The investment in certain sports and, and whatnot is different with financial values. We'd love to act like everyone's getting the same amount of money for every sport, but that's not the case. But Lauren Gustin, you could argue, is the face of women's sports at BYU. She's a big deal. Absolutely. And a big deal.
0: given her situation, like I feel it, it's it hurt when we heard that Lauren Gustin wanted to go somewhere else potentially. Oh yeah. But I understood. She's been at BYU for more than three years. She's done great work here. She got her degree. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of players take that final year and they want to do something different. Yeah. And she was going to get paid elsewhere. Well, that's when the Royal Blue Collective showed up and was like, no, 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 we we want you here for your final year as BYU goes into the Big 12. And
1: they are doing as much as they possibly can right now. Yes, Like, shout out to Royal Blue uh, uh, Collective. Shout out to Koo Connect. Shout out to all the collectives who are trying to help these players in this space. Is it the kind of money that you've seen thrown out there? It is not at that level, right? Mm-hmm. But BYU is a special place, and there are reasons to be at BYU that have nothing to do with dollar signs. and then everything to do with your life while you're a student here and, and after. And this place connects you um, in a way that not many other places do. Yes. And set you up and create a community. Yeah ask a lot of BYU players who have come to BYU and it's like, this isn't just a place where you go to school. Like, this is a place where you can call home for the rest of your your life. And and I think Cody Epps senses, and he's told us as much out loud, us being the public, what this place is and what it means and why he likes it. And it's cool to see that he's gonna stay. He certainly could have gone elsewhere and been happy and had a great football career. But it's awesome that Cody Epps is going to yes. stay here because he is a special receiver.
0: Something else to bring up here. I think Cody Epps certainly felt welcomed at BYU, clearly from his statement. Yes. But I don't think he understood what he meant to the BYU fan base until he went into the port. Like truly meant to this fan
1: base. The reaction showed you a lot.
0: That absolutely played a factor in some of this. Like seeing just it blow up like, oh, no, 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 no. This can't be right. This can't. Be. And I know people were upset, but as we pointed out yesterday, they're upset because Cody Epps is awesome.
1: Because they like him. He's a
0: great person and he's a great football player and they want him at BYU. He's a yep. great ambassador for BYU.
1: Uh, yes. For, and let's outline those reasons, uh, which are obvious. Listen, he is a, a black athlete who's not a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who loves BYU. That's fantastic. We would love to continue to evolve in BYU's, um, you know, diversity of not only religion, uh, but of race. And it's been great to have different kinds of people from all walks of life come together for a common cause, which happens to be sports and academics. So this is great. I think Cody Epps is a tremendous ambassador for what BYU can become. Traditionally, it's been one thing that is changing.
0: Can we just rewind to how we all felt on Sunday night? (laughs) We thought, oh my gosh, Cody Epps is in the portal. BYU now needs a wealth of help in the wide receiver room. And BYU... Still do. Yes, they they need some help there, but it feels a lot lot better. And there are other parts moving that we can't discuss yet because certain... One commitment already plus others. People have not gone public through the university with it. It hasn't become official through BYU and through the sports information department when it does now BYU is going to have Epps back and somebody else who we think is going to make a nice impact for Fessy Sataki so now maybe and, it's just and there just, may be
1: others yeah as well one, one
0: now one more maybe two more like but the wide receiver room I, I still want two more compared to Sunday
1: i yeah. <laughs> how I'm feeling now it's plus, worlds it's apart plus two and sort of like proven dudes yes. it'll go from 2 yes. to 4 um, yeah. i would still like to walk in with five or six dudes in the fall.
0: All right, our question of the day, not surprisingly. What's your reaction to Cody Epps' decision to hop back out of the portal and stay at BYU? At Carson underscore Stemmons on Instagram says, Wait, what? Yeah, I think that's how a lot of people are feeling. Joe Weed on Twitter says, It's always great when your favorite missionaries don't get transferred.
1: (laughs) Uh, Hype Train Podcast tweeted, Elder! And it's a picture of uh, Keaton and Cody in suits and <laughs> name tags. So
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hashtag BYUSN on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Cody Epps staying at BYU. That's uh, that's awesome. Wow.
1: Okay, BYU softball is a doubleheader Friday against Pacific starting at 7 Eastern on the BYU TV app. If you like home runs, come check out the Cougs.
0: Also on the way, there's no better combination – than BYU football and the name of Kafusi. Former NFL and BYU defensive lineman Bronson Kafusi in studio to discuss Cody Epps and the transfer portal era in college football. This is BYU Sports Nation. This portion of
2: BYU Sports Nation is presented by the Tim Daly Auto Group, serving Utah since 1968.
1: Oh, what a great day to be a cook. It always is, but today is a great day. Follow BYU Sports Nation on social media for the latest and greatest like Cody Epps coming back to BYU. What? On Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok.
0: He is Jerem. I am Spencer. Let's call an audible of our own here, like Cody. And whip it! Cover Whip Round presented by Marisk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner.
1: ESPN Riders made a list of winners and losers from the NFL Draft. They had Tyler Algiers one of the losers because of the Falcons pick of Bijan Robinson. Do you agree?
0: This is a, an interesting question because I feel like the Falcons get better for sure and they are a run heavy offense by design. So yeah, it takes away some carries from Tyler, but it helps the Falcons offense and it's going to help them win more games. So. The dynamic duo is fun, but yeah, Tyler's not gonna have the gaudy numbers that he put up last year. So loser in that regard, but hopefully this makes the Falcons a winning football team and helps their run heavy offense.
1: I have a hard time calling any of our dudes a yeah, loser. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Algier is still, yes, he loses carries and certain opportunities there, but maybe the tread on those tires stays a little better so more, that later in the season yeah. and later in his career, he's good to go
0: the schedule for the expanded college football playoff was released yesterday so Jerem simply uh which day do you expect BYU to start playing in the playoff?
1: Friday December 20th 2024 that'll be uh the first game I believe BYU will be hosting a home game that night
0: hosting a game so there'll be uh an eight seed or better
1: yeah. yeah, yeah there'll between be a, a, five, and there'll an eight be eight a 5 and an eight There'll be a 5 in an Probably an 8. Yeah. Yeah, let's go with that. Oh the my end. gosh. Um but but seriously, it's Friday, Saturday on those first round games on campus quarterfinals or Fiesta Peach Sugar on a Tuesday, Wednesday, and then the semis are Thursday, Friday, the championship's on a Monday. Well, they have like one game on a Saturday. Is that okay with you? Like the weekday I games? I do not care. It I will, don't care it either. It
0: dominate. I, it'll the be weeknights. great. In fact, college basketball probably hates this the most because like they're kind of lost in the fray anyway
1: behind college football well, in December. the now, regular bowl games just, you know, December 20th and 21st, that'd be fun. I and love it. One game on a Friday, three games on a Saturday on December 21st. That's better, cause other bowl games we've been watching not as compelling. Yeah,
0: uh, so get your Christmas shopping done before December 20th and December 21st, so you can save yourselves with your spouses. <laughs> we need to have it all done because then you, then it's all football on the 20th and
1: 21st. Okay, BYU Sports Twitter again. That's in 24. Not this fall, but yeah. next year. Yeah. Uh, BYU Sports Twitter has been a crazy place for the last uh, you know 12, 24 hours. Hunter Miller tweeted a photo of Festus take's head photoshopped on the Flex Fields guy's head <laughs> and slapping in eyeball emoji tweet over Cody Epps is transferring which now is not the same kind of news right is there anything that eyeball emojis can't fix because that's like BYU football's calling card
0: only when the eyeball emoji isn't worthy of an eyeball emoji
1: wait do they ever use it in vain I don't think I feel B- like they always think the use BYU it I do BYU
0: does it when in vain but there are other programs or other things that happen with like oh eyeballs it's like, oh what is this and then the news is kind of disappointing. It kind of goes back to one of your number one pet peeves, which is like, we've got a huge announcement annou- coming up.
1: Don't announce it. An announce, just, just announce it. And then we react. <laughs> Granted, had we said
0: that, hey, we've got some huge news off the top of the show for BYU fans. Cody Epps probably would have fit that, but still, like, but if, people go know, be higher, careful, right? You they go, be whoa, one hour church!
1: You so, know, it's just like, no, it's Cody Epps transfer. The
0: eyeball emojis transfer. really started to gain traction when BYU was scheduling games amidst the whole COVID chaos,
1: right? Yeah. Like,
0: that's when it really like took off, like highball, but eyeball. And stuff when they got but But Troy
1: game. does not
0: deserve eyeball emojis. No, Coastal Carolina does though, right? And that was fun. in hindsight,
1: does it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Given the situation, game day, all that stuff, I
1: know, I the know. BYU's game day though. Just make Thank sure that you. the
0: eyeball emoji is worthy of being placed out there on social media. Yeah, congrats. That essentially is Conway. saying like, I've got some big news that I know and you don't, right? You got to be careful with that a little bit. All right, on to BYU men's golf once again. Yesterday, Zach Jones and Todd Miller were fantastic. They joined the show, told us about what really was a photo finish of sorts on the golf course to win the West Coast Conference Team Championship and of course Zach winning the individual medalist honors. They did mention that it took a Max Brenchley 90-foot eagle putt to help them rally and eventually win as a team. That looked and sounded like this. really like it come on do it to us do it to us yeah <laughs> an eagle from 90 feet That's amazing yeah i liked it too yeah this looks good looks do good. it to us do it. <laughs> summoning the golf gods <laughs> on a scale of one to jimmer how clutch was that putt from max branch it was
1: pretty close like if that was to win the individual and or team championship that would be like the highest level of yes. that but a 90-foot eagle putt, especially when they'd had two double bogeys on a par five. On a par five, where hey, you got to go in and at least birdie that baby. They went Let's down go.
0: five strokes because of those two double bogeys in the team competition. They needed that eagle. That and sparked the comeback.
1: Max Brenchley coming up big, man, and it broke four times. We learned.
0: Max is a top how do you even read that? He's a top five finisher too.
1: Yeah, Max was, it,
0: was one off the medalist.
1: We we saw him tee off in person last year at the uh, CST tournament. Special. Play. Player. Holy crap! Special player. That guy launches. Yes. Okay. Yes. Many MLB teams have introduced a home run prop. My favorite, of course, is the Mariners tried it, which is super heavy, apparently. Okay. The Reds Viking helmet and the latest Nationals powdered wig. <laughs> what should BYU baseball or softball's home run?
0: This is an easy answer, Jerem. It needs to be a Brigham beard. <laughs> you just put on a Brigham beard? Just put on one of those cheap Halloween <laughs> Brigham beard. <laughs> that's
1: Lorenzo <a> Snow! <laughs> and Brigham Young!
0: Are you kidding me? You cross home plate and your, your buddies hand you the Brigham beard you throw on? <laughs> like, yeah!
1: <laughs> Mine would be, you put on a Cosmo head and you're like holding a cougar tail. You're just going to take a big old bite <laughs> of a cougar tail. Yeah! I love that.
0: <laughs> Why are...
1: Okay, it's now up to you, BYU Baseball. (laughs) Make it happen. Your (laughs) your turn. Your play.
0: It's it's the beard or Cosmo's hat and a cougar tail.
1: (laughs) It's just getting weird no matter what. It's just getting weird.
0: Oh, I love it. Yesterday, new BYU football radio analyst, friend of the program, Hans Olsen, tweeted out the following picture. A massive and extremely delicious barbecue spread. Jerem, could we finish this collectively together? Cause yeah. he said, I'll give you two hours in a quiet, cool room with the drink of your choice. Could you finish this?
1: Could we do it together? There's no way. No, that's way too much food. I, d- I don't think you and I could put away one of those. <laughs> trays. I, no, we need like four to six people. I'll, I don't have the hunger and the palate that I used man, to. oh man. Like maybe you and I on our missions, <laughs> walking around all day. Yeah. But w- no way, dude. I'll give us one. Like, we're similar with we, we, physique as well. We need, like, a Harris Lachance with us.
0: We would go into this having prepared adequately so that we're starving. I, we could take care of one tray. We could do one. Could take care of one
1: tray. Okay, one. I don't is. think we it's could finish of both of those. No way. An individual
0: no. finishing both of those? No.
1: No. Oh, like, my goodness. Like, if you were, like, Blake Freeland. Joey Chestnut! What? <laughs> <laughs> that guy all-time champion let's go oh my goodness no you or I need about a hundred something extra pounds to like get to that place and well uh, if we ate that we probably would
0: a stretched out stomach right we we, we need the capacity people for typically
1: that. are going the other direction there, but, yeah. my
0: goodness it looks delicious though I'm starving now
1: I know I'm really hungry uh,
0: calling Cam True from Bam Bam's barbecue we will be there where you at bro <laughs> you there Cam all right as promised up next Bronson Kafusi is in Studio B, the former BYU and NFL defensive lineman and basketball player. He's gonna discuss the transfer portal for both sports, including the news of Cody Epps returning to Provo. This is BYU Sports Nation. This
2: portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Maersk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner.
1: Bronson Kafusi. He has just been dominant. Sacked! Bronson Kafusi. Caffucci. Kafusi's playing like a madman. Is hit! The ball's loose and...
0: Ball thrown to the lead. There's Bronson, got oh. it! How about that catch? Welcome back to BYU Sports Station. We're live in Studio B with your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. I am Spencer Linton. He is Jerem Jordan. Listen, we are super stoked about Cody Epps announcing that he's coming back to BYU. But I would also like a dominant defensive lineman to go after the quarterback. Somebody
1: to get some sacks yes. like uh, you know, our next guest used to get him
0: who is Bronson Kafusi? Bronson, yeah. welcome to the show,
1: What's man. Up,
2: man? Hey, you? doing good. Thanks for having me.
0: Hey, it was fun to watch your highlight reel, including uh, a touchdown catch in the alumni game. Man. Yeah, look at that. Uh, oh,
1: really? Was did there you a miss... two-point conversion too in there or something?
2: Something like yeah. that, right? Yeah. yeah. Did you yeah. miss your
0: calling, not playing tight end at
2: BYU? Well, it started that way, right? Yeah. Because yeah. that's what I got offered as uh, from Coach and I back in the day. I was offered as a tight end. And so, I mean, kind of a full circle doing it in the NFL and then Coming back and doing it—I mean, <laughs> it's always just been something I've always loved. So no one could guard you. <laughs> yeah, just throw it up. Right in the alumni game. Yeah, I only went in on the red zone because I knew. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, that's where I'll yeah, succeed. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> come on now. Okay, so obviously the big news of the day, Cody Up's coming back. Uh, jumps in the portal Sunday night. Announces right when we go on the air. We appreciate that, Cody. Uh, that he's coming back. What's your reaction to that?
2: <sighs> it's great. It's honestly great. Um, I kind of look at it from both sides of the the picture. Where, I mean, guys. Guys can get paid now yeah. and it changes the game. It truly does change the game. And there's gonna be a lot of uh, moving pieces all the time. So uh, what's cool though is uh, everyone has to play it. So when people throw their name out, now uh, BYU can go after them, you know, it's kind of creates an interesting uh, environment for everyone now. <laughs>
0: I have mixed emotions about the transfer portal, which I'm guessing a lot of people do because it's great when it benefits your team and yeah. your program, but then situations arise where a Lauren Gustin can hop in and it's like, oh, no, scramble, 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 and BYU is fortunate to get her back. And the same can be said about Cody Epps. It was just mad scramble, and now he's back. So how do you view the transfer portal and how it's affecting college sports altogether? Are you, a, are you more of a fan or more of a detractor?
2: uh for me i'm definitely uh more of a fan and the reason is because it creates more opportunity and uh you know options for the athletes and i'm i'm always you know one to side with the athletes and uh you know what they can do now within it it allows them to, to to move and uh you know, gain some leverage somewhere. So it's it, it's good.
1: It does make it a challenge because it's year to year. Um, yeah. That idea of like, hey, we've got you, Browns, for four years. is like, well, I have you for this year. And then hopefully you're here for next year. Um, if, if you were an athlete now, would it be hard to not want to explore what's in the portal, despite how much you loved BYU? Oh, yeah.
2: Um, definitely. Because now you're able to earn... Uh, you know, NIL opportunities every year and it could increase every year yeah. and it could come from all different angles. So now it's 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 a completely different ball game and for me I would I would definitely every year be looking at, okay, what are my opportunities? But also I think there needs to be, you know, transparency from the players. Yes. Especially yes, up front um, because that communication is key. And you want your athletes to be able to, uh, you know, come and be like, hey, this is what I'm thinking. What do you think about this?
0: This is what I'm being offered. This yeah. is what they're telling me. Yeah. Like, I'm interested in staying here. Do which, with this information what you will. Which, unless yeah. you're in
2: the portal,
1: um, is tampering. Uh, but, but everyone's doing it. Um, we'd like to think the is not, um, you know, and, and hopefully dealing honestly, which BOI typically tries to do. But it can be a little messy, um, which is interesting. So in the transfer portal this year, a lot of guys left after the season. I think Cougar Nation panicked a little bit. That was the sense on social media that we got. Yet, BYU seems to have benefited uh, from a lot of guys. Uh, Keaton Slovis and Aidan Robbins, Eddie Heckard and Isaiah Banya and so on and so forth. Um, Do you have a sense of which side of the ball may have benefited more in the portal this offseason for BYU?
2: Man, that's a good question. Uh, For me, it... I kind of look at it, where, where are the gaps? Yeah. And did we fill them? And wh- whatever side of the ball filled the gaps, Yeah. that's who, who won. It's hard not to mind. focus on the
0: quarterback. <laughs> when the exactly. Quarterback that's what be I was going to say. Gap, right? <laughs> yeah. And running back. And running
1: back. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, those are just two such prominent positions. That it's hard to lean away from that. But you are a defensive guy. And so, along those lines,
1: BYU... You play defense. I wouldn't call him defensive, though. Okay, yes.
0: (laughs) You play defense. You're a legend in that (laughs) regard. Um, And I'm serious when I say I I would love for BYU to go out and find a guy like you and or Corbin to come and be able to rush off the edge and create some havoc. Um, As you look at BYU's defense, clearly there was a need on the defensive line to go and, and get better. So. What's, what type of guy does BYU need to put on the edge? Like, what, what will work in Jay Hill's scheme with four down linemen?
2: Yeah, uh, you, you really want guys who create havoc with one on one opportunities. Because, you know, with a four down front, you're going to be able to have one on one opportunities along the entire front. Uh huh. And so, if you can have a person that consistently wins one on ones all the time, now we can scheme, so okay, we want that player to be one-on-one with this guy. All right, well then let's blitz here, so the protection shifts, and now it's one-on-one. So now we're gonna give him the opportunity to get those sacks. And I felt like that was something that happened with me my senior year, where you know, I was able to get a lot of one-on-one opportunities. And then it's just, okay, it's on you to capitalize on it. And so for me, I, I knew before I even I knew before the snap even went that I was going to have a one on one just because I knew the protection. I knew what we were doing up front. And I was like, oh, I got this guy by myself. Let's go beat him.
1: I went through the sack numbers the other day and I was like, oh, yeah, Brunson was really good. I knew this, but like looking at the numbers again, I was like, oh, six and a half, eight and a half, da, da, da. like we've BYU's previous scheme was not necessarily to get those. It was too blocky. It, it was to let the linebackers make plays and so on and so forth. Why and now we feel like uh, based on what Jay Hill said, more aggression, 4-3 front, more one-on-ones, right? Um, Utah's been really good at having great defensive linemen. BYU's had some good ones too, but they have been better at this. How does BYU get to the point where they're at that level? Pressure with four. NFL guys on the D-line, like yourself.
2: Yeah, well, first it starts with uh, who you bring in, and, and then it just starts with the day-in, day-out grind of coaching them up. Um, that's why I'm really excited because I, I know the coaches that are coaching You know the front seven and i I know they're awesome and they're gonna get guys rolling but i mean everything starts up front in football and so if you can have four guys up front that can get pressure i mean it's just a dream come true for the back end because now they can they can you know sit back and um, that ball is going to be coming out probably you know not exactly where the quarterback wants it to all the time just Uh because of that pressure and we have an extra guy back there and so it truly changes the game if you can get guys that can create pressure. And so, I mean, just getting them in and showing, hey, this is what we do. Creating that culture of, if you have a one-on-one, yeah, you're gonna win it. So BYU needs to recruit better at that position, essentially. Get more and better guys at that position. Well, yes, there, and then also we have great players right now that I know so what's are gonna be dominating. Then? What's been missing? Yeah, no, that, that's a good question. Um, well, scheme changes everything. Yes. Okay. So, because you have strengths as a defensive lineman and someone that's blitzing all the time or rushing the quarterback, and if it doesn't, if your skills don't match the scheme, it makes it hard for you to shine and to make an impact. And so, with this new scheme, people are going to be just blown away by the amount of pressure and uh, you know quarterback hurries, sacks that are going to be created because now these guys are going upfield first like their first thing is to attack. And that creates a lot of strengths or it plays off a lot of strengths for certain players. Like in my mind, I'm thinking, I've known, you know, Tyler Batty forever. Yes. And I've known, like I was coaching him at BYU basketball camp when I was coaching, when he was, when he was like in fifth grade or something. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And so I'm watching him and I look at his strengths and I'm like, wow, he's so explosive. He's so, he can, he can bend the edge. He has, you know, great, you know, hands. And it's like, wow, he's going to be someone that everyone needs to watch because he's gonna just explode onto the scene just because the scheme is different
1: okay so byu's w- yeah so in the past byu was i wouldn't say passive but it was like we would rather you take a 15 play drive and perhaps turn it over or uh on downs or a penalty or something that's the risk level we want is that accurate and now it's well you may beat us over the
2: top but we're gonna go for more havoc yeah, quickly. I love that because, I mean, a, a saying that a lot of defensive players hear a lot of the time is pressure breaks pipes. And so it's like if we can pressure with less people, I mean, that creates more turnovers. And so that's why, the, I mean, it's going to be awesome to just see defensive linemen just attacking mm. all game long. Yeah. And you're going to see a lot, a lot of plays made in the backfield.
0: I believe the phrase from Jay Hill was to uh, Cialia Sarah. We're going to attack and let the big dogs eat. Let the kay? big dogs eat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you brought up Tyler Batty. Isaiah Banya, the transfer from Boise State, is, we think, going to be on the opposite edge. Um, and you talk about winning one-on-ones. How do you, what's the best way to prepare for that? You've done this in many camps and you've been through the NFL and, and you've been through several different camps with teams. So like, what are the things that, that have to happen to help you develop those one-on-one skills?
2: Yeah. Well, first thing is you have to create ownership of that. You know, I'm not just going out there and, hey, I got a one-on-one, great. No, it's I have to win. Like I will win this one-on-one right now. And they're going to come throughout the game. And so you can't ever slow down as a rusher because you only have maybe 20, 30, maybe 20 true rushes a game. And we just need you to win on one of them, two of them. Yeah. You know, and the rest, it might, there might be pressures or something. But... I mean, it's just having that mindset of, I will win every one-on-one that I get. And I think that's huge. And then from there, it's just practicing the little details every day during practice, getting better, um, going up against the best player on the team during practice. That, that's who you wanna go up against every single day. Um, because when you go out there you know, on game day, you're going up against their best. And so if you're always going up against someone that's maybe not our best, it actually doesn't transition. So. Uh, Being able to have that mentality of, I'm just going to work every day, and I'm going to get better. And then when the game comes around, it's time to cut it loose. Like, that's the fun part. Like, it's like, okay, I got to do this live. And uh, I, I always... I always look forward to that. Like, I know it's third down and long. I know what's coming. I get this guy (laughs) one-on-one. It's my time to eat. Let's go go ahead and
0: throw uh, Tyler Batty up against Kingsley Suamatai on the rag in practice, shall we? (laughs) Yeah,
1: every every play. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fun matchup, right? Um, They may be on the other side. It depends where they put them. But um, when it comes to hoops, certainly the transfer portal, it's busy for BYU. Um, As a former BYU basketball player, what's your sense of kind of where the program is and what they're trying to add to be at least interesting in the Big 12, which would be a real challenge.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. It, it will be a challenge. Uh, but I think it's, you know, a great opportunity for us to go in and just, you know, I mean, the pressure. Is there pressure?
1: I, I don't know in basketball. What is the pressure is a good question. I don't, I don't it's know. Not, it's not to win the league. It's definitely not to be in the top four or five. It's to be bubblicious, to be yeah, in the Yeah, be,
0: be, be considered for a tournament spot, this to get year?
1: a couple really nice wins, to pack the Marriott Center and and challenge and win a few games that yeah. maybe people don't expect you to against some of the big guys. I love that. No, yeah. I love that. Like At if least I'm on the that. if I'm on the
2: basketball team right now, I'm thinking, oh, I'm just gonna go in and show them like we belong here, like and and we we are here to you know com- to compete and we're gonna you know never back down and, and it's really a good time to come and show them okay hey oh yeah we're, we're, yeah we're here to stay like give me a sense of this in the WCC
1: there was pressure to not mess up oh we're at Pepperdine we're supposed to win this game well BYU went six and six like it was tough now you never have a game like that in conference you in theory could be an underdog in almost every game home or road Oh, love that What kind of uh, difference does that make for a player where the pressure isn't, hey, you have to win this game because they're not that good on paper, whereas it's like, well, actually, this team's in the top 75 in all these metrics. Like, You shouldn't win that game. I feel like BYU is a better underdog than favorite. I don't know what it is or why, but that BYU typically operates this way.
2: I love that because it's like, let's get up for this game. We'll every, game. Fly. every game, we're every game, in every game, let's get it's, up for this game, it's every St. game, all St. Mary's and Gonzaga yeah. type games, I love that, like I, I, I think just because of that, we're going to thrive a lot more than what people think, which is a great place to be, you know, honestly, <laughs> it really is, all right, before you
0: go, we need to ask you uh, to get the update on Corbin, okay,
2: oh yeah. yeah, yeah, so how,
0: how are things going with Corbin in his professional career as he plays in the USFL and it's a new
2: adventure, what's, what are things like for Corbin? Oh, man, yeah, he's playing this year and, uh, you know, really doing a good job. Last who's, year, who's he with again? Bur- he's with the, uh, the Memphis Showboats. The Showboats. The Memphis Showboats. And, Troy Warner's there, too, Yeah, right? Troy's there. Very nice. Yeah, so he's hanging out with Troy a lot. Um, it's going really well. It's, it's just cool to see how, you know, last year when he was playing in the league, he was doing just an incredible job, you know, one of the best O-linemen in the whole league. As far as pass protection all these different ratings catching passes yeah catching passes yeah yeah <laughs> running after I was like whoa um, but it was it was just so cool to see him like coming into his own really you know being able to play that position at a high level now and so i'm I, I'm excited for him um, and I love watching him play because it's like wow he's he's just one of those freak athletes it's yeah. like like you're looking at my TV, you're like, oh yeah, he's pretty big, but then you see him in person, it's like, oh my gosh, this guy is just And you're crazy. saying that? Yeah. No, I'm saying that. Yeah. You look up to your little no, brother. Right? Seriously. Yes, yes. No, I do. And it's 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 so crazy he's to a me. Giant. I I don't I don't mess with them anymore. You know, we're not we're not wrestling. I'm not I I know what fights to pick, you know. It's like I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. You're like, Devin, you- come here. I thought, he was, I
0: thought he was going to become a professional bodybuilder. He
2: right? could do, yeah, that he or he wants to do boxing now. He so. wants to do
1: boxing? <laughs> yeah, he
2: does boxing too. Dude, can so he we'll do, have to can go he watch MMA? Fight. Like he would be the biggest dude in MMA. Yeah. Oh, like. well, he probably would be really good at it. What honestly. is he right? Like 6'10", what? He's probably like 335 right now, <laughs> which is like down from what he was at. He was like at 365 at one point. Wow. So when we were in New York together. So, yeah, he's, he's down which is weird because, like, 335 is down. So, yeah. You said it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm already thinking of, like, potential boxing nicknames or MMA nicknames like Kafusi Kong. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, something like that. I like that one, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hey, it's great to have you in studio, Bronson. Hey, we appreciate the time. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. We appreciate go it. way
1: back with Bronson, by the way. You, you were a wide-eyed freshman on the Tim basketball and 14 years team. young and we were doing <laughs> high school games when we were BYU students some fun memories there they yeah, we were they were back, good games my call for sure that was a good yeah that one. was a good one yeah. <laughs> so go look it up go look it up my call last second show oh man thanks Bronson I yeah, appreciate it okay baseball looks to bounce back in Southern California following last night's shutout out to UC San Diego they take on San Diego not UC San Diego coming up 9 Eastern on the BYU radio app tomorrow night how many eyeball emojis did all of you see on Twitter yesterday?
0: And how did those eyeball emojis make you feel knowing what you know now? This is BYU Sports Nation. The BYU Store,
2: official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere.
0: Oh, oh yeah. That that so yeah. <laughs> nice. Well done by our team. Uh, social media for the win. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. We are live in Studio B. Our question of the day: how would you describe BYU Sports Twitter over the last 24 hours? And we've also asked, how are you responding to the news that Cody Epps is coming back? So you can respond to whatever you want. Jackson Watkins on Facebook says, we need Cody Epps. He was the best last year with Puka being out most games.
1: Yeah, depending on the game. There were, there were a couple games where Keanu Hill was the guy. Chase um, Roberts was the guy during the Baylor game. Chase, Yeah, it was Wyoming and Utah Tech. You know, they kind of changed uh, or took turns, if you will. But I love that, that trio. BYU's adding another one if you saw on social media yesterday. And then hopefully there's a couple more. I would like at least two other kind of proven receivers in there. And then you've got a good young group uh, behind them. Um, and you go from there because you don't know how many years certain guys have based on COVID extra year or not, or do they transfer, or do they uh, you know go to the league if they're that good or whatnot. So, yes, uh, BYU's in a good spot now um, where if they can get two more kind of proven-ish yes. dudes, you walk into the Big 12 feeling pretty good.
0: This is unbelievable because it, we've reached a point now where coaches have to recruit their guys constantly. Every year. And we say every year, like it feels like, you know, Mark Pope said sometimes I feel like I'm recruiting my guys on the daily,
1: yeah, like, just to keep them okay. Yep, um, in fall camp, if someone may want to bounce and just redshirt that year, or after spring ball, there's obviously a 15-day window there, and, and mm-hmm. a lot of guys kind of left there. But BYU's done a, a good job of responding um, and getting some good transfers in, sure. in different areas uh, of the field, which has been great. All
0: right, Calvin Wells on Twitter says, excuse me, my reaction, anybody that is as good of an ambassador as we can ask for in terms of Epps, okay, and a very good athlete, is very welcome back with open arms.
1: Cody Epps' value is not just on the field. It is off the field as well, What uh, what he represents, what he means, who he is as a person, and that's why that one hurt, and that's why it feels especially good to have him back. All right, this
0: one coming in on Instagram, I believe this is Nina Stett, or Nine Stett,
1: okay? Saying, great news, the grass isn't greener, it's blue. Hey, there you go. And that's our elite voice of the day, presented by PAX yes, Healthcare Yes, indeed. Well, yeah, that, that's an elite response. I really like that. Okay, if you missed any shows, interviews, uh, games, deep blues, you can find them on BYUSN.com. Got all the on-demand content your your blue heart could desire.
0: Coming up, our rise and shout-out. You know it's going to include another national championship team on campus. This is BYU
2: Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU athletics.
1: BYU Sports Nation is on demand. Download the free BYU TV and BYU radio apps or listen to the podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review. What a day to be a Coug. Cody Epps is back.
0: Today's rise and shout-out presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Let's give multiple. Let's go to uh, Cody Epps. Cody
1: Epps for coming back. We said it earlier in the program if you missed it. Just a tremendous ambassador for this university. Um, Great to have him back. He's a really good player. He's a really good person. Would have rooted for him wherever he went, but glad that he's going to stay in Pro
0: Yes, and we mean that genuinely. Like, I had moved on emotionally where I was like, I love Cody. I'm super sad he's not going to be at BYU, but I will support him and root for him wherever he goes. Yeah,
1: he's a good dude. He's going to have a great successful life wherever yes. he goes, whatever he does. Amped, he's back at BYU. Yeah.
0: And we also need to give a shout-out to BYU women's rugby again.
1: Yeah, so they beat Stanford in the uh, D1A playoffs to win the West. They're going to the national championship game. Virginia beats Florida. Virginia opts not to go to the national championship game. Yes. Um, so BYU is being sent the trophy as the national champs. Congrats to the women's rugby team for the national title. So in rugby, the men go to the semifinal play at Cal, uh, lose that one, but a great season. And then the women win the Western Conference in D1A playoffs and are essentially the national champions. So a great year in rugby at BYU. There's you mentioned great... that
0: you, the women are trying to jump up another level yes. as well.
1: Yes, so D1 Elite is the next level, and uh, the hope uh, is that they will go to the next level next awesome. year. Jared Whippy, former BYU player, former local player with the Utah Warriors, he is the head coach, first year, did a nice job uh, leading that team. after Tom Walker did a tremendous job for a long time.
0: Well, and again, this BYU rugby is in a different place. You can't recruit anybody. You can't go out like, like they, they used to they be to. They used to be
1: able to sort of offer financial aid in different no. ways, right? But now they can't. So it's whoever's here. And uh, given the rugby history, not only at the school, but in this state and in this community with Highland and United and Harriman now winning national championship recently, it's great to have uh, great rugby in these parts.
0: Yeah, fantastic yeah. stuff. Wow, what a show. Uh, Reminder to send in your tweets in regard to Cody have hashtag BYUSN, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram throughout the day. What a wild last 24 hours. And, again, we didn't even touch basketball. We didn't even talk about the assistant coaches who all tweeted out different. They're excited
1: about something, too. which,
0: Which would lead us to believe they signed somebody that they're very excited about. Are about to sign somebody. Um, it was everybody. It was Nick Robinson, it was Cahill Fanel, and Cody Figger, and Bobby Hordusky. Everybody but Mark Pope tweeted out some form of like celebration or cougar growl yesterday.
1: Hey, it's it's exciting right now. Obviously, players can leave, but how about Lauren Gustin and Cody Epps I love it. entering and returning in the last, what, week? I mean, that's been crazy, man. Wow. So you're telling me there's a chance. And there was! Two of the best on campus to stand here. Let's go.
0: Our thanks to today's guest.
1: Bronson Kafusi. Already so Dennis Pitt and We ran out of time.
0: Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. This and all of our shows on demand, BYUSN.com. For Jeremiah Spencer. Shout out to Jim Laffin. We'll see you tomorrow on BYU Sports Nation. Go Cougs.